the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. How are you? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Tech stocks, we could talk about developers and Apple's conference and so much, much, much more. We could talk about Microsoft and their Azure cloud secret weapon. We could talk about Google's CEO, not CEO, ex-founder or co-founder, designing planes that you can drive on the road and then fly when you need to fly. Kind of like a human drone. I don't know. There's something going on there. Not a lot of big stuff in today's news cycle. That's vastly different from the day before, the day before, the day before. A lot going on with China and the trade deficit. China's reportedly offered to buy an additional $25 billion of U.S. goods to help close the trade deficit. That offer goes away, though, if the U.S. pushes ahead with its tariffs on imported Chinese goods. A tariff threat by the United States that still remains on the table with a proverbial shaker that contains several grains of salt. What's going to happen with all the trade war talk? Don't you wish you can jump ahead and say, oh, 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 I know. It's like I heard someone describing wars recently as like, did you know today is the anniversary of D-Day? And how many Americans died on D-Day? And then a few years later, we're good friends with Germany. Why did we have to do all that crazy stuff to each other. You know, it was an amazing day of heroics and bravery. It was a tragic day of death and disasters to families, right? It's interesting the way U.S. history is taught. I don't have a clue how many Germans died. I know some big picture numbers and things along those lines, but that's the problem, like, right? You get caught up in these Chinese-U.S. trade wars, and you're like... Not good. I heard Mandy Moore talk about her first divorce and how she stayed in a rocker now. And the divorce ended in a war where they hated each other. Wars are not good, whether it be the trade wars, world wars, or divorces. They're just not good. You once loved each other. And then, you know, in the future, be good friends like we are with Germany. Who knew? So China offers some concessions, but says that they're off the table the moment... You move one step closer to a trade war. <laughs> Don't you get the feeling that Trump's out there going like, you mean this line in the sand? Oh, stepped over it. Now where's your line? Oh, you mean this line in the sand? Anyhow, leadership right now on the markets is backed up into a bunch of tech stocks that are pretty familiar names. Amazon, Netflix, Google, Facebook, Apple. Microsoft. 
And the biotech sector is having a great year. Biotech stocks are doing fantastic. They don't have the cure for cancer, but they're working on it. And how much will you spend for super fast internet? Probably about 60 bucks is your threshold. And you're like, whoa, that's getting to be too much. How much will you spend to defeat cancer in your body? I had a friend recently take off a quarter-sized growth of skin and kind of with an ice scooper, a little bit of a razor blade and a little bit of an ice scooper, sent off to the lab. Will it be cancerous? Will it not? And the doctor said, you know, what's crazy is in a couple of years from now, we'll be able to cure all this stuff. Skin cancers is kind of what is it implying. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm optimistic, so I'm, I'm now walking around with my shirt off. It's a good site. It, it encourages others to start dieting. Because they have an upset stomach after seeing me. I once was on the beach in North Carolina. And I must have fallen asleep close to the water as the tide was coming in. And two little children, six-year-old kids, tried to push me back in the water because they thought I was a beached whale. They thought I was an animal who was dying. That's not a good look on a human. You're a bit of all right. Yes. So the trade deficit comes out. And we see how much is coming in versus going out in the United States. There's about a $46.2 billion deficit right now for a month. And that's the month of March. And you see China's willing to say, you know, we'll buy $25 billion more. But that's not even close to where we are, if I may say so myself. REM once said it's the end of the world as we know it. Donald Trump has the lowest ever approval rating for president in his first year. He's presided over one of the least productive Congresses in the last 40 years. In Europe, Italy was unable to form a government for three months. Germany took nearly six months to put its government in place. Paris is at a standstill right now as medical workers, trash collectors, and pilots join the striking train workers to oppose French President Emmanuel Macron's attempt to institute labor reforms. France has promised too much, too, right? It's bummed to, to learn that Kate Spade killed herself. Don't know why. I think it's that people are starting to die that are my age or in my age bracket. And uh, she was amazing as a designer. And I don't know what haunted her or didn't haunt her. She told her daughter to ask her father. And that makes me think, how sad. And we see these pharmaceutical companies kick out antidepressants and pills that can fabricate, you know, hair on people's heads. And we can't even keep ourselves happy when you're Kate frickin' frackin' spade who makes designer handbags or who sold her designer handbag business 10 years ago. It's all interesting stuff. It's all headline news. I know you're saying, is she married? Is she, did she marry David Spade, Kate Spade? No, no, she married David Spade's brother. All the money in the world can't make you happy. There's a lot of economic dysfunction in the world right now. Since 2008, the world has entered a period of economic dysfunction of low-cost money. And now we're starting to reverse that and raise the cost of money. We've seen China's rapid ascent into an economic power in the last 10, 15 years. As globalization has created significant wealth in China. You're reading articles and seeing stories about janitors worth millions because they invested in a company they were cleaning up. I once had a friend in the United States who would call my radio show 20 years ago, and he was working at AOL as a janitor. And he said, man, they went from one person at a desk to two people at a desk 24 hours. 
to a second floor, to a third floor, to a building across the street, to people at a desk, to a second floor, to a third floor. And he kept investing. And his wife kept saying, sell, 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 sell. I'm married to a janitor. And he never did. Well, he did. Strangely enough, he made a lot of money off of it. Doesn't stories of janitors making millions both in China, 20 years after a janitor in the United States made millions, sound silly? Or does it sound insightful? You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show. A seminar always coming up. You can use code RADIO25 to get in for free. Sign up at robblackshow.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. And streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. Investing in more. I touched on the story earlier in my Stock Talk Hour. San Francisco's median rent price is $4,450, nearly three times the median rent in Houston, Texas. So instead of hiring an expensive local talent in the Bay Area, one Houston-based law firm flies its lawyers in on private jets once a month to meet with clients. The firm uses the jet, which costs $2,500 an hour to operate, as a tool for recruiting top talent. This is a problem. Rent and home prices are so expensive in the Bay Area that firms have found an alternative way to hiring expensive local talent buy a private jet. That doesn't sound very rational, does it? It doesn't sound sustainable. Uh, I remember a couple years ago, home prices have become so expensive, people want to own homes. Some people who work three or four days in the city would actually fly back and forth from Vegas, maybe get in a hotel for three nights, four nights. Sometimes flying back and forth per day getting a 7 o'clock flight out of Vegas, getting to San Francisco, taking an Uber, going to work, coming back to the airport and get on a jet. I was pretty slick as a 17-year-old, 16-year-old boy. I remember when I first got my driver's license that I'd make dates near the airport in Alexandria, Virginia. And uh, we'd go and we'd sit on someone else's boat because in a, in a marina, no one's at their boat on a Wednesday, Thursday, Tuesday kind of thing. So I'd take a date and say, let's hop the fence, sit on a boat and watch planes. That's what that jet engine sound makes me think of. Exactly. Patterson and Sheridan, a national intellectual property law firm headquartered in Houston, bought a nine-seat plane to shuttle impact lawyers to clients uh, in Bay Area once a month. Even though the jet costs $3 million to buy, it's cheaper than hiring local lawyers, and it's even less expensive than relocating the Texas lawyers with business into Silicon Valley for full-time. The young people that they want to hire out of college have high expectations that are tough to meet. Rent's so high they can't afford a car. So according to Zillow, the median price to rent a home in San Francisco is 4450 bucks right now, while the median home price is just under $1.2 million. Rent in San Jose just outside of San Francisco. It's at about 50 miles outside. Um, it's lower, but still more than double the rent cost in Houston. So each flight costs about $1,900 per passenger, adding up to $2,500 an hour in operating costs. But lawyers are working in flight for that three to four hour ride, which is billable. Plus private flights, 
protect any confidential work and save the firm's lawyers about 36 collective hours they would have spent arriving early, waiting in security, checking bags on a commercial flight. So the companies figured it out. They're still able to offer companies their services at lower costs because much of the patent work is done in Houston where commercial real estate is 43% cheaper, salaries 52% lower, and competition for technical talent is far less fierce. So the plane that they fly is always full. It's not a luxury item in their opinion. It's used as a selling point to recruit young lawyers who want to work with top tech companies but can't afford Silicon Valley's cost of living. There's a big concern that we don't pay our firefighters enough in Silicon Valley. So I took my kids to a firehouse a couple years ago as part of a charitable gift. We cooked dinner. We had dinner with firefighters, which was interesting because we had to pay for <clears throat> all the supplies, which you quickly learned that firefighters, <clears throat> if you ever see them buying groceries, consider picking up the check because they have to buy their own groceries for a firehouse. And that's not thrown out to the taxpayers. That's them buying with their own money. But I know some firefighters that live in Tahoe and commute back and forth. One of my biggest fears is when we do have an earthquake or a mass fire here, that half our firefighters will be on duty and the other half will be in Stockton or Tahoe. Probably the safest place to be to turn a fire right now would be Tahoe because a lot of the San Francisco firefighters live in Tahoe. So back to this company, though, and back to this idea of looking for talent in the Bay Area. When you have patent attorneys that can't afford to live here or don't want to live here, that's so messed up. When you have firefighters that say, I'm going to go buy a home for way less in Lake Tahoe and it's way more beautiful, and if there's an emergency, I'll be four and a half hours away, that's messed up. A report published earlier this year from the University of Southern California basically said the exorbitant housing costs in Los Angeles are inhibiting employers from attracting high performers or top talent to their companies. Nearly 60% of employers say Los Angeles's high cost of living impacts employee retention, with 75% naming the housing costs as a specific concern. Further, 71% view high housing costs as a barrier to hiring new mid- and upper-level employees. This isn't sustainable. I'm not saying sell your house right now. I'm telling you, this isn't sustainable. Be cautious. As you're pretty, so be wise. Wolves may lurk in every guise. Just know that it's not sustainable. I think that's my point. Elsewhere out there, Bitcoin soars. It breaks through 12,000 as the rally continues. Go Bitcoin. Go Bitcoin. You're... Okay, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stop right there. Before I embarrass myself even further. Uh, a band without a number one hit is outselling Bruno Mars and Ed Sheeran. Uh, can you guess who this band is? An old new wave band. That's your, your hint right now. Depeche Mode, the British synth pop group formed in 1980, is having one of the most remarkable tours in modern music and its most successful concert run ever. The band has sold 1.27 million tickets through its first nine months of 2017, more than Ed Sheeran, Justin Bieber, or Bruno Mars. As the younger pop fame stars can't keep up with old Depeche Mode. Depeche Mode. Depeche Mode. In October, the band became the first act to sell out four consecutive shows at the Hollywood Bowl, an open-air theater in the hills of Los Angeles. It's hosted everyone from the Beatles to Luciano Pavarotti. Depeche Mode's 
back on the road for its second tour through Europe this year. And we'll head to Latin America in 2018. Wow. I'm Rob Black talking to all things financial, money, investing, and more. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Occasionally, I like to play a video game. The big one right now is Fortnite. And this is big, and I, I don't want to blow over it and tell you that uh, it's not big. Now, uh, there's so much going on. Like I could tell you about the story of Apple and Amazon and Google and Microsoft, and I could show you some of the concerns that are out there. But then again, also at the same time, I want to show you what could be next. So why am I picking on Apple, Amazon, Alphabet, Microsoft, Facebook, Alibaba, and Tencent? Because they're all bigger than Berkshire Hathaway as far as investments go. And it's, it's nearly impossible to imagine a world right now where you're not somehow using Apple, Amazon, Alphabet, Microsoft, Facebook, Alibaba, Tencent. I own shares of Apple. I definitely own shares of all of these through S&P 500-type funds, ETFs, tech funds, large-cap funds, dividend-paying funds, things along those lines. But I, I outright own Facebook and Microsoft and Alphabet and Apple. Um, so they're a heavy concentration of wealth in the United States, right, those names? And they seem to work. And what you have to be kind of careful on is they're all very, very, very large companies. And it's tough to turn from an 800-pound gorilla to a 1,600-pound gorilla. It's easy to go from one-pound gorilla to 800-pound. You know, what you have to be careful on at this point in time is overlooking the fact that we live in a changing world. It doesn't take a lot to realize you're not in your 20s or 30s anymore. But what was happening 15, 20 years ago? You probably had a Palm Pilot, and it didn't connect to the internet. There was a wireless Palm. You had to update your data through your computer, but it was kind of cool. You can go out for a glass of champagne, and you can say to a, a lovely lady sitting across from you, um, "Hey, blah 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 blah, can I get your number?" And next thing you know, she's giving you her digits, and you're punching them into your Palm, or you're holding your Palm PDA. Not public display of affection, but personal digital assistant close to hers. And you're piggybacking each other's information. You might remember 15 years ago, the dominance of BlackBerry. It was unstoppable. They were everywhere. They were the cockroaches of cell phones. Everyone had them. So what happened to Palm and BlackBerry? Well, BlackBerry is still around. It hit a lofty valuation. Palm is not really still around. It hit a lofty valuation before it started dismantling, being sold off to various companies over time. But if you go back to 2008, let's say 10 years ago, right? I just gave you 10 of the biggest companies in the world right now. Apple, starting with the biggest. Apple, then Amazon, Alphabet, Microsoft, Facebook, Alibaba, Tencent, Berkshire Hathaway. Then you go back 10 years, and the biggest company around was ExxonMobil. 
I'm not saying electric cars killed ExxonMobil because that would be misinformation, fake news, so to speak. But behind ExxonMobil, there was PetroChina, Gazprom, General Electric, Petrobras, Microsoft, China Mobile, and Royal Dutch Shell. Wow. Only one company is on that list 10 years later, as far as the 10 biggest in the world. And it's Microsoft. Microsoft was number roughly eight largest 10 years ago. Now they are roughly fourth largest. And wasn't Microsoft kind of left for dead and then they reinvented themselves? So I started this segment with talking about Fortnite. And what's the next big thing? I'm not going to say it's Fortnite or Turtle Bay, who makes the hearing devices that you use while playing online games that can show you, or not show you, but you can hear an enemy sneaking up on you from behind. You can hear a click of his weapon. Now, why do I bring up Fortnite so often right now? Well, because it's the church of what's working now. Over 125 million people have played the game since it's launched, roughly 11 months ago. It's on pace to pull in over $3 billion in revenue this year. It's a free game. How's it pulling in the revenue? It's selling add-ons. It's in-app purchases. That's crazy, right? How big of a deal is Fortnite? Over 125 million people have played in a year. Now, again, look at the population of the United States and say you know, 300 million so we're not going to just keep it in the United States world because that's not quite the right way of, of going about this. But there's more people playing Fortnite right now than there are PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch owners combined. So you know the three major consoles are the Xbox, the Nintendo Switch, and the PlayStation 4? And it's interesting to note in my mind that the Nintendo Switch is obviously for younger gamers. So you would imagine that PlayStation and Nintendo Switch might somehow scrap together more than 125 million players. The entire population of Mexico is about the equivalent to the number of people playing Fortnite. Now, during the World Cup, people are going to shut down and pay attention. Whole countries going to shut down. I was once in Switzerland on a beautiful lake, and it was surreal that no one was outside. They were watching the World Cup. And then I was once in Ireland. I was on a long, I want to say, bus ride into Dublin. And then Dublin in the World Cup pulled off a shocker and won in overtime on penalty kicks. And Dublin went from one of those towns that looked like maybe a zombie apocalypse had hit it. You know, like 28 days when you see London, 28 days later, when you see London totally empty because everyone's been eaten by zombies. And you're like, whoa, what's that? So Dublin was totally empty, and I'm like, did everyone get eaten by by zombies? Uh, leprechaun zombies? <laughs> no. They were watching the World Cup, and when the game ended, and Ireland won, the amount of people that rolled out of the bars and the restaurants and the houses into the streets, it was surreal. <laughs> so the entire population of Mexico is about equivalent to the number of people playing Fortnite right now. It's a large chunk. The game's massively popular. What's called Battle Royale mode is being copied by Electronic Arts. Hint, hint. It's being copied by Activision. Companies like Microsoft 
they see the success of Fortnite, and they're trying to figure out the next way to get into that world. And Microsoft is, is working on a world without a console. Your console gets kind of old after three or four years of just technology getting smaller, cheaper, faster, right? So Microsoft very much so wants to come up with the next gaming platform being a streaming platform. Microsoft, in my opinion, should buy Valve software. Someone eventually will, because they have the online distribution system that's pretty dominant in the world of gaming. It, it can be copied, but it's pretty dominant. So instead of playing the game Fortnite, as far as players go, Fortnite players have the choice of paying for the game's battle pass, which is a system of challenges that unlock various in-game items or outright buying items for their characters. And you could spend virtual coinage that cost real money, right? 2,800 credits for a season three pass, which you're like, what are, what are 2,800 credits? What does that equal? Is that $2.80? And that's where it gets into that virtual currency world. And you can earn virtual bucks very, very slowly, or you can buy things with real money. Battle Pass, for instance, costs 950 bucks for Season 3, the complete season. That's about $9.50. So it is basically, you know, uh, one penny equals one virtual buck. And that's how it's working. And every couple seasons, what they do is they introduce something's coming. And the way they did it initially was, like, while you're playing this game of 100 people being dropped out of a bus that flies, don't ask last one standing is the winner as you're you're playing it you're like you're getting it epic games hasn't said anything publicly about revenue from fortnite analytics though say that it's made in the realm of 300 million every month across xbox one playstation 4 iphone ipad pc and mac it hits them all so there's turtle bay which is a hearing um headphone company there's not a lot of headphone companies out there. There's Logitech, publicly traded. There's Turtle Bay. There's Electronic Arts and Take-Two. And Activision are big gaming companies who will copy the fad. There's NVIDIA and AMD who have the graphics processing to make it all legit and things. There's Microsoft who sells computers and software. There's your internet company like a Comcast. Faster's better. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Don't forget, I have a seminar coming up. You can use the code RADIO25 at Rob Black's show to get in for free. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. I have an event coming up right around the corner. I don't know how many more of these I'm going to do. There's probably two more this year. This is one of them. Year flies by. Maybe three more this year. But uh, you can learn more by going to robblackshow.com. It's Rob Black Show, 10 Pillars Retirement Income Planning Seminar, June 28th. It's 25 bucks. Palo Alto, Elks Lodge in Palo Alto, 630 to 830. You can sign up at Show. That's com And use the code RADIO25 if you're a radio listener to get in for free. If you've not been to an event before, it's ideal for you. If you've been to an event before, it's a little less ideal. There's only there's a lot that you can teach on retirement that... There's some that you can't teach based on individual circumstances and scenarios. So that's out there. Taking a look at some of the big stories of the day. Obviously, Fox is a story of the day. 
Fox. 21st Century Fox, right? Dun, dun. So Comcast did exactly what everyone thought they were going to do. They bid $65 billion for 21st Century Fox after AT&T was allowed to move forward with their merger with Time Warner. Comcast, the parent of CNBC, and CNBC's covering the snot out of this deal, offered Fox shareholders $35 a share in cash and 100% of the shares the company left behind after the deal. It's a 19% premium to what Disney's offer was. Now, ultimately, Disney's probably going to come back in the next five days with a counteroffer. Now, when you look at it, Disney agreed in December, you got to go back, what, six months-ish? To buy the majority of Fox for $52.4 billion. And that includes Fox's movie studios, the networks, National Geographic and FX, Star TV, and stakes in Sky and Hulu, as well as regional sports networks. The assets would increase Comcast's international footprint and boost its entertainment portfolio. Ultimately, at a time when it's facing pressure in its video business as more consumers are cutting the cord and just focusing on using things like Netflix. These businesses overlap each other in media, movies and television, for sure. Distribution and satellite. Regional sports are the thing that's probably keeping most people from cutting the cord. Comcast is planning for an increased bid from Disney that may include a cash component. Comcast believes it is better suited to offer cash because the market allows for a higher leverage ratio from a cable company with strong cash flows than a media company like Disney. So both of them are going to go to the well and have to raise cash to get a deal done. Anytime you do that, it kind of dilutes the shares. But AT&T picking up Time Warner and Verizon picking up parts of Yahoo... It tells you that the guys who deliver content, the cable companies and the telecommunications company, need to have some control of content. Otherwise, they're at the the whimsy of other people. Um, So that's out there. It's a big story of the day. And again, it it tells you a very powerful trend of watching more and more media. And if you take a look at China, it's it's really interesting. I I had a conversation with myself yesterday about China. I've been doing this show for 20 years. And one of the things I did probably 15 to 20 years ago was talk about how China was emerging as a economic superpower. But you do stories, you do features on China, and you'd always talk like, there was a Chinese bike company. And you're like, oh, I don't know. And then you take a look at it, and it's publicly traded in the U.S. And you would take a look at it. It wasn't a Chinese company. It might have been a Canadian company doing business in China. This was pre-breakout internet where the internet was this great equalizer. People like Warren Buffett would talk about China 20 years ago and he goes, if every person in China has one ounce of Coca-Cola, the stock would triple. And you're like, whoa, I don't know if that's true, but it's, it's, it was a good statistic back then, right? So I'm looking at China and then I'm looking, oddly enough, at San Francisco. And it kind of clicked on me. The world is moving more and more to implementing what China's been doing. There's this push right now to invest in companies that lease or rent bicycles or scooters in big cities. 
And you may remember 15 odd years ago, there was that guy who came out with a Segway. And the Segway was going to change the world of transportation, unlike anything else has ever changed the world of transportation. It was this big secret announcement. It's going to come out in 100 days and it's going to change transportation. And it turned out to be the Segway. And it was cute. It was cute. The problem was that it was Teflon. It wasn't going to stick. So as China has grown, we've seen their cities. And there was a statistic once like the United States has six cities that have a million plus people in it. China had like 29 at the time. And you would take a look at China and you say, oh, man, they got smog problems and transportation problems. There's a picture of Chinese tourists or vacationers in a big wave pool. And it's packed. It looks literally like 90,000 people in one pool. But one of the things that was a big story back then was bicycles as a way of solving pollution and bicycles as a way of getting around towns in China. And right now, the big rush is San Francisco trying to get investments into companies that do scooters. And maybe maybe down the road, a Segway. Everyone's driving around on Segways in a town. Kind of cool idea, right? You see how we're emulating China? You can find me online at Rob Black Show. Use the code RADIO25 to get into the seminar for free. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.